Welcome to the weekly message from Encounter, where the past has no future and hope is reborn. Our speaker today is Bishop Michael Rice, lead pastor at Encounter. Glad to see you here this morning. We're going to talk about prayer in just a few moments. How many glad to be here? Most of you are glad. I know who to work on now. There's a um, a movie came out this weekend. Avengers, The End Game. I got a scripture. I want my son guy to put it up there. JJ, if you would. We're talking about about the original Avenger. That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter because the Lord is is the Avenger of all. How many knows that Jesus is the real Avenger? Amen? Amen. Turn your Bibles with me. Book of Matthew chapter 6. I I think I can say this with a certain level of confidence that you can trust me, but you don't want to trust anybody 100%. This is this program that we use to put together the service. It, it, It helps us a lot. I can access it from my iPad. I can access it from home. Ira can access it from his his computer in his office or home or back there we throughout the week literally we add elements to it and we build the service and I was I was surprised that it today by accident I found out that it would let me do something I could pull a scripture up and put it up on the board and it would let me change it and it was it was simply back and dropped something on the keyboard and it erased half the scripture on my screen and I thought that's really weird I wonder if it let me say anything and so I typed in Ira has no hair and all of a sudden that was a part of the book of Matthew chapter 6 is that Ira has no hair and I got to I got to wondering if there's ever been anybody who preached using this program who wanted the scripture to say, it was just a thought. You ought to bring your Bible. If it's on your phone app, if it's on an iPad, if it's a piece of paper with binding, you ought to open it up. You ought to follow along. I remember one time sitting at a church service and I didn't have my Bible and the the minister got up and he began to read from his Bible and I thought, I don't remember the Bible saying that. So I I looked up at the, the, the screen. It didn't give the Bible verses, but it just gave you what verse he was quoting from and and I, I made a note of that, and I went home, and I, I couldn't find anywhere in the Bible where it said what he said it said. Bring your Bible. We're living in perilous times, folks. Amen? Amen. Matthew chapter 6. This morning I'll be per- sharing with you something the Lord has put in my heart, simply entitled, When You Pray. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5, says this. This is Jesus speaking, and he says, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, Go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. 
pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly and when you pray do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do for they think that they will be heard for their many words turn if you would to book of Luke chapter 11 verse 1 Luke 11, 1. Now it came to pass as Jesus was praying at a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father. Would you stretch your hand this way and pray with me and for me this morning? Father, I, I just, I have a singular desire, and that is to become invisible this morning, that you, through the power of your Holy Spirit, would speak to us. I believe you've laid this on my heart. I believe there's a truth that you want to share with us today. And God, I just, I just right now, I come against every distraction. I declare this to be true in this place, that your word will not return void. It will accomplish that which you have sent it to do. Holy Spirit, have at it, man. Just do what you do so well. Amen. For just a moment, would you, would you set aside everything you know about or think you know about prayer? Would you, would you be willing to take a fresh look at it? I, I know in, in life that um, if you're not careful, you can get into a rut and, and you think that's the only way it can be done. And, um, and if you're not willing to take a chance and set some things aside and, and start afresh... I, I, I want you to notice this occurrence in, in, Matthew, in Luke chapter 11, the casualness of it. It says, and it just came to pass. Oops. It just came to pass as he was praying in a certain place. Do you get that? Do you get how normal that here that sounds? It's like saying, I remember one of those times that it just it just you get the sense it wasn't planned, it just it just came to pass. It doesn't say at the appointed time. It just says it came to pass. The where isn't important. The where was important, he'd tell us. It was at the beautiful gate. It was by the pool. It was at the well. The place is ir- irrelevant. When, when was it? I don't know. It just, just came to pass. That Jesus was praying. And when he finished, he looked and somebody was looking at him watching him and they said I want that that's what he said they didn't say teach us how you know what that's one of the biggest mistakes the church has ever made is try to teach people how they just said, I, I want that. Here recently, I, my wife and I had gone somewhere to grab a bite to eat, and I got out of the truck, and I walked around to her side of the truck, and I opened the door for her, and she's not an invalid. That's just... And as I, she got out of the truck, and I closed the door, and we turned to walk, I, I saw somebody looking at us 
they were in the next aisle with the husband and wife sitting in the car and she, the wife's looking and she turned to her husband and starts talking to him and then she points <laughs> I, I couldn't hear what she said but I, I got a feeling she said when was the last time you opened the door for me I want that the disciples saw that when Jesus was done praying notice it doesn't tell us what he prayed about we don't we don't know what we don't know what we it just he, he, he was just praying can I tell you it's your father's heart desire that prayer for you gets to the place that's as natural and normal as breathing you got to get that down into your spirit it should be as natural and normal as breathing Many years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke to this to me out of, out of nowhere. I, I still don't have my head around it, but he simply said this. How does it feel to know that your next breath could destroy everything the enemy's been doing against you? Isn't that crazy cool? Because my next breath could be a prayer. I, I was on the phone with somebody at customer service at an organization, and I was, I was busy. So I was walking out to get in my truck to leave, and you know how it is multitasking anymore. You're, you're on the phone, and, 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 and I walked out to the garage, and the, we, we got chickens out there, and, and roosters are roosters, you know. And, and our Adam, is, he's pretty good if you walk slow, but if you walk fast and he's in your way, he... He takes that as a challenge, okay? Well, I'm in a hurry, and I'm on the phone, and I'm, I'm walking fast, and, and he's in my way, and he gets mad, and he comes up like this. And I go, are you stupid? Like, dude, I could kick you in the next week. And the lady on the phone says, excuse me? <laughs> I said, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to my chicken. She goes, oh, okay. She got me off on the phone in a hurry. She fixed my problem in a hurry so we could move on. This dude talks to chickens. But he, he, he did. He's just, he, you know, he's a big rooster, but he's still just a, you know, he's like five pounds. It's like, you're done. And he's getting up in front of my face like, come on, you want a piece of me? Yeah, I'll take a drumstick and a breast. Thank you much. It could, it's that easy. Pluck, pluck, cook. And, 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 and God wants you to know that with your adversary, it, you know, he never had trouble casting demons out. The closest he came to a fight is they said, where can we go when we get out? It's the only argument he ever had. What's your name? We're legion because we're many. Get out. Okay, where do we go? The reason you need to see that loaded up to YouTube is it only lasted a few seconds. When you pray, the, the, the disciple looked at Jesus and this, this thing of prayer, it just, it, it was just so normal to him. He, he didn't come out of prayer beat up. He came out refreshed. He, we don't know what he prayed about. We don't know what the effects were. We don't, we, we're not given any example that something happened, but, but when he got done, they said, I, I want that. You ever been in a restaurant, you don't know what to order, and all, a plate goes by? Uh, what's, what's that? What's that? So the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. And he, he said this. He said, when you pray, You got to get what he's saying. There are some Christians who have talked a lot to God, but they have never prayed. 
hear me for a moment. He said, when you pray, when you hear that word pray, just think about talking. For too many Christians, it's not them praying, it's their problem praying. They show up to dad and say, dad, I got a problem. Dad, can I borrow some money? Now, they haven't talked to dad since the last time they borrowed money. Dad, I got another problem. Dad, I got another problem. There's some people that have talked to God, but they've not prayed. Their religion has prayed. I got to get my hour in today. What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Paul fixed that, and he said, you ought to pray all the time. Pray without ceasing. Some people's religion prays. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Hail Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now. And I, oh, that's wrong. It's just a religion. But Jesus changed that. He said, just, just, just start. doesn't tell us how he just said just just start just and go just, just whenever when, whenever just whenever it happens just when you pray when you pray just just start when you pray say this our father To you and I, that may not seem radical, but you've got to understand how radical that was. He told the religious people in that day that God was their, his father, and they, they crucified him for saying that. That's what irritated them the most. That he said God was their father. They said Abraham's our father. He said if Abraham was your father, then you'd know my dad. But Abraham's not your dad. The devil's your dad. He's the father of all lies, and you're his children. How many could say that would sting a little bit? He's when you pray. You understand this is about a relationship. Just, 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 just go ahead and start. You want to know why Paul said pray without ceasing? Because it, it ought to just be as, as, as natural as breathing. You're driving down the road. Go ahead and talk to him. You get up in the morning, and even before you've had your coffee, talk to him. As you're in the shower, please don't sing. Talk to him. Come on, people. When you're getting dressed, talk to him. When you're taking a walk, talk to him. Sometimes it can be out loud, but sometimes it could just be in your head. If you're one of those people that needs noise all the time, I'll tell you what it is. It's your flesh fighting against your spirit. Your spirit wants to hear from God, and your flesh doesn't want to hear from God. And so your flesh wants to keep noise going in, because the moment the noise stops, then we start hearing this voice that strengthens our spirit and kills our flesh. And so you just gotta you just gotta whoop that flesh like it's a spoiled child. A number of years ago I was in Sam's Club and some lady was having difficulty with her child. I'm I'm bad about ages. I'm going to guess it was three years old. It was about this big. It. He was about that big. And he was upset about something. And, and I, I think it had something to do with candy. He wanted more than she was giving him out of the bag. And, and he finally, he, he took the candy and just flung it all over the floor, you know. Skittles all over the floor. And she's like, oh, 
Oh, now look at the mess you made. And she got down on the floor and started picking up the candy. And he goes, <laughs> smacks her across the face. And her response was, please don't do that. I really wanted to offer my services at that moment. But let me help you. So it's not, that's, that's not, I'm not being critical, but that, that's not how you handle that. And that's not how you handle your flesh either. Matthew 6, Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray, all about prayer, and he simply says this, don't be a hypocrite. Isn't that funny? The first thing he wants to tell you and I about praying is don't be a hypocrite. Turn to the person next to you and say, don't be a hypocrite. You know what hypocrite is? A hypocrite is just, this isn't a, a Webster's Dictionary definition, but it's somebody who's just fake. So let me tell you this. If you talk in King James English, then pray in King James English. You ever, you ever, you ever seen one of those you have? We pastored one time, one time, many, many, many moons ago. His name was Kentucky, so that ought to tell you. That was his nickname. And he was a good old down-home boy until he prayed. And then he had the most fluent King James English with a southern accent. No, don't do that. Don't. Don't. Don't get all holier than thou. Don't. Don't. Don't lie when you pray. Come on. He seeks for truth in the inward parts. So don't lie to him. Father, I come to thee and I'm filled with your spirit. I'm not, not, actually, not right now, I'm not. God, I'm coming to you and I'm not doing good. Just keep it real. Somebody give me an amen. Secondly, he says, do it in private. Third, don't sound like a recording. When you pray, just whenever. First thing in the morning. All right, God, it's Monday. God, I'm tired. Just, just pray. Just, just start there. Just when you pray, understand this is about a relationship with your Father. When you when you start to pray that way, you, then you take into you begin a a, a, a cycle. A lot of people don't understand what's going on in prayer. Some people think that prayer is, is just talking up to God, even though he's not really up there, but you know what I mean. Some people think that prayer is attacking the enemy. Can I tell you that everything that God does always goes full circle? When you pray, listen to me, when you pray, it goes up. When you pray, it goes out. When you pray, it comes in. David encouraged himself in the Lord I've prayed myself out of depression but you got to be brave enough to take your depression to God in the first place a hypocrite won't do that I prayed myself out of fear but you got to be brave enough to take your fear to God and you got to understand that it's it's a three a three, it's praying up, praying out, praying in. You pray up, you, our Father, who art in heaven, I worship you. You pray out. You come against every kingdom that's not of God, and you say, Father, your kingdom come. That displaces the enemy. 
you got to understand that. That displaces, that, 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 that does something in the spiritual realm. How many know what I'm talking about? When you, when you declare the kingdom of God, when you see a person or a situation that they're not enjoying the kingdom of God, they're, en they're en enslaved with the kingdom of darkness, and you or I declare the kingdom of God in this situation, that begins to change things. Had a lady that was deeply involved in the occult and, 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 and was on a fairly regular basis going to see her. And, and one day as I was driving there and, and I just said out loud to God, I, am I doing anything good? Is this getting anything done? And shortly after that, he showed me a vision and, and it was a real simple vision. She had a very unique front step. It was an old rustic type of house, and, and her, the front step of her house was a railroad tie, so it stood out. And all I saw was, was my foot stepping on the, the railroad tie to go up onto her porch. And, and the moment I stepped my foot on that, all of a sudden, in the spirit, I was in the foyer of her house, and it was a huge house, and, and they had a lot of money, and and, and, and it had a winding staircase that went up and a balcony over there. And, and so the moment my foot hit the step, I'm in the foyer standing and, and, and there she is at the top of the steps and she's mad. And she sees me and she starts to come down the steps and she gets halfway down and something stops her. And she goes back up and she, she paces across the rail like an an animal just staring at me and then she'd, she'd go like this and she'd start down the steps and then she'd stop and she'd go back up and that was the totality of the vision I got to the house and we sat and talked and when, when it was over I asked her again for permission to pray and, and she said yes and she, after I prayed she said this to me she she was an author. She recorded her, you know, her talks on, on, on cassette tapes. And, and she said this to me. She said, you know, Mike, I, I like us having our visits, but something's happening when you come here. She says, things that I wrote for my next book... I, I just wrote them last night and now I can't find them. And she said, I've sat down and recorded cassettes and, and then when I'm ready to listen to them before I have them duplicated, they're blank. As if somebody erased them and I can't find my notes. I, I, I'm supposed to go do a speech and I can't find the notes that I wrote just two days ago. And I think it has something to do with your visits. I didn't gloat, I just went, hmm. When you declare the kingdom of God, it, it, it does something out there. But, but when you also speak, you, you ought to understand something. Faith comes by hearing. It doesn't matter how you hear it. Faith comes by hearing. You can talk yourself into faith. You begin to pray and you... you I may know what I'm talking about. And it just, it's like starting. I was, I watch some goofy videos. I, I kind of like mechanical stuff. And I, 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 I was watching a video last night. This was over in Russia. And there was this old Russian tank, this monstrous tank that was just, it, it had gotten damaged somehow in the war and it's been sitting there since the end of World War II and it's just sitting in this old field I don't know what prompted these guys but they decided they wanted to try to start this tank it's been sitting there since 1944 and so they got out there and they started working on it And see I told you I watched dumb videos but they started working on it and Finally, it came time, and they tried to get it started, and, and it would puff and poof and, and then stall, and they'd do some more, and then it'd puff and poof some more, and then 
they kept doing this and that and it was a nasty old tank but finally they got it started and it fired on two or three cylinders and it's blowing smoke out but five minutes later this thing is running they're actually making it go forwards and backwards and it's like you know prayer can be like that sometimes you drag yourself into prayer I mean know what I'm talking about and you don't you know you just don't you don't feel like you got any victory you don't feel like anything's good going to come out of this but when you really start to talk to God it it begins to bring back to life something that's been dead inside of you and you got to know that 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 when you pray prayer goes up prayer goes out but prayer also comes back in it, it feeds your spirit there's something about hearing you declare David stood on the edge of a hill and there's a giant down there and David's a little boy and this giant is scared a whole army David knows what it means to speak out to encourage yourself on the Lord he's a human being don't tell me he wasn't scared that guy was huge he was so big he had one guy that all this guy did was carry his shield around the tip of his spear was bigger than a man's hand David looks down at that you know what David said as he started down the edge of the hill who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he would challenge the armies of Almighty God and in the spirit listen to me in the spirit that impacted Goliath I know because he said it who am I a dog he was starting to sense something had changed David had a boldness about him that Goliath had never seen he Goliath was starting to question who he was you got to get that and you got to know when you pray it isn't just talking to God or it's not like in the video where you just go up and press a button and God vends out your request it's about a relationship he wants to talk to you and 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 listen there and when you when you get all three going when you get it praying up and you get it praying out and you get it praying in there's there's a power in prayer of three here's what I mean Bible says the threefold cord is not quickly broken Luke chapter 11 starting at verse 5 Luke 11 verse 5 we we make a mistake when we read Jesus's response to the request teach us to pray we think that when Jesus says and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one that we've heard everything he had to say about prayer problem is he keeps talking and if you only hear up till verse 4 you haven't heard everything he has to say about prayer I mean know what I'm saying because this verse says and he said to them he, he's still talking you ever watched a police news conference We, we, we can do better we've been doing these things since the days of Bonnie and Clyde and still nobody ever mics the reporters that are asking the question so you only get half of the whole communication how I many know what I'm talking about and you turn on your TV and you see the police chief and he's all panicked and sweaty he's okay any questions and then you hear and 
And the police chief says, we don't know how they escaped. What, what escaped? Who escaped? Over here. I mean, we've known it's going to be a, per, uh, a press conference. Somebody get the guy a microphone. But we don't get to hear that. We just hear... Mostly blow torches and, and, and hand grenades. Over here. Yeah, that's the neighborhood we're most concerned about. It's being overrun at this moment. I want to hear the whole conversation. Okay? I want to hear that the cats got loose from the animal shelter. Okay? Jesus wasn't done talking when he said, lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. He looked at them and he, he saw that they weren't getting it. And he says essentially this, which of you? He's shocked because they don't get it. He wants them to get this. He wants you to get this. Which of you, if you had a friend, Which of you have a friend and go to him at midnight? And you say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. You've got to see the power of three when it comes to prayer. What would he say three? Three loaves. For a friend of mine has come to, to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, number one, do not trouble me, the door is now shut. Number two, my children are with me in bed. Number three, I cannot rise. Drop down to verse number, looks like nine. So I say to you, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For everyone that asks receives. He who seeks finds, and him who knocks it will be opened. He's looking at them, and they still don't get it. He's, so he said, if, if a son asks for bread from any father among you, Will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now listen, here's, here's where this conversation started. They said, Master, teach us to pray. And he's trying to tell them, y'all are making this too hard. It's not that hard. It's, it's not that formal. He's your father. Just talk to him. I don't know what to say. Just talk. He knows everything. He understands everything. Listen, here's why the power of three is important. If you think that your prayer is only going to go up to God and you're depending on on an answer, you're depending on knowing that he heard from you, that's an incomplete prayer. There's a power of three when it comes to prayer. You also got to know that while you're speaking, I, I met with somebody this week, and, and I was sitting in a restaurant, and, and they were talking, and, 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 and they were talking to me, and it's like, you know, my time is limited. I really didn't want to talk about that. I mean, don't, don't misunderstand me. It was, it was biblical stuff, and, and it, was, it, was, it was truth, but that isn't really what I want to talk about. And, and they're, they're talking, and I don't want to interrupt them, and I don't want to be rude, but I'm thinking, what, what am I doing here, God? What, what's, what's going on? Why do they just keep talking about that? Well, I, I know all that. But you know what, God? You've ordered my footsteps. There's a reason why this is happening. And I looked over at the booth right across from us, and there was a lady sitting there, and she was like this. She was leaning over so she could hear what he was saying. It was just a casual conversation. 
more than once her husband tried to talk to her as this person talked about the love of the Heavenly Father. Just talk to him. He knows everything, folks. And Jesus saying this, you're making it too hard. He's your father. Just talk to him. You're not getting it, he says. You're not getting it. If you had a friend and you went to him at midnight and even though he was already tucked in bed, the door shut and the kid's in bed with him and he doesn't want to get up, he'd still get up. They're looking at him funny. He says, how many of you, if your son, if your son asked you, if your son asked for bread, would you, would you hand him a rock? Think how crazy that thought is. Yes, for fish. Would you give him a scorpion? Listen, he's, not, he's just not pulling things out of the air here. Bread is, bread is life-giving in that culture. Stone is what they use to kill people. There's too many people, believers, who go to God and they feel like they got stoned. Come on. Instead of got life. He's saying he... Would, would, would you give your son bread or stone when he asked for bread? Would you give him a scorpion? You know what a scorpion does. It stings you when you die. Would, would you do that? They could relate. They don't pray because that has been their experience. Pastor, I prayed and God didn't hear me. It's impossible. You may not be aware that he heard you, but he heard you. Come on. He called one of the disciples, come and follow me. And Jesus said, I heard you when you were talking to him over by the trees. You've got to be kidding me. You heard me from that far away? Jesus basically said, man, ain't nothing. Watch what you're going to see happen. If you, if you think that every time you pray, you're going to be overwhelmed with a sense that your father heard you, it's not going to happen, folks. But they that come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you go to him and you pray and you don't get a sense, you don't get a feeling, you don't get an acknowledgement that he heard you, you get done in faith. And say, Father, thank you for being here and listening to me. By faith you do that. Because that builds your muscle. That, that gets you something when you're against the enemy and he, he, he's in your face. You need something. I share with you, I wrestled in high school, and I, I, I couldn't. I only learned a couple of moves. I, it, it was just too complicated. I don't think real fast on my feet. And it was just, it just I, I don't know, I just couldn't. And so, I, you know, that rather than spend a lot of time learning moves, I spent time in a weight room. And I didn't always have the, the right move. But if I wanted to do something, I had the muscles to make it happen. And I like what one guy said. You know, he's not very good, but he just keeps coming and coming and coming. I was good. There's still a plaque up on the wall at the high school. Fastest pin recorded, four seconds. Don't tell me I'm not good. But I didn't get good by doing it all right. And you, you, you know what? When you pray and you don't get anything from God, thank him for hearing you because that builds your faith. That builds your, your strength. And you know that not every conversation is about you. You may have prayed here, but God was wanting to use your outgo to bless somebody, to break something off somebody. So he says that if you, if you had... Son, would you, would, would you do your son that way? 
There's nobody. No, I wouldn't do my son that way. They're thinking that in their head. He said, well, then, if you then, with your sinful nature, if you then being evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly Father? See, when you get that, then you have boldness when you come into the throne room of grace. You know that your every good and perfect gift come down from the Father above. You know that. And listen to me. Quit, quit telling them what to do. Okay? Just, just stop. It, it, he's not out of ideas. You didn't get that, did you? The Bible says that if two shall agree as touching on any one thing. Let me know that verse. Have you ever thought that the, the two you should be agreeing with is him? Can I tell you that the whole earth, if they were to join in voice against him, he's still going to get his way. I learned a long time ago, quit starting something and then asking God to bless it. Say, God, what are you doing? And then do that, because it's already going to be blessed. It's his. Oh, come on, that's what Jesus said. I only do what I see the Father doing. I only say what I hear the Father saying. Why are you sitting down at a well? Oh, Dad told me to be here. Why'd you wait to go to Lazarus when you heard he was sick? He tells us outside of the grave why he did. That's what Dad wanted. So when you pray, just keep asking. Listen, here's his response most of the time. If you don't understand that he's still answering the cry or teach us to pray, you won't get this last thing that he says. He finishes here, but he says it this way. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, your Heavenly Father, give you the Holy Spirit? I'm going to close it with this. If you think God is some big vending machine and you're going to go up and you're going to pray for that and press the buttons and get it out, can I tell you that that isn't how it works? I was traveling back in the middle of the night somewhere years ago and just trying to stay awake. Stopped at a roadside rest area in Tennessee I just, I just needed some caffeine or something or I'm going to die. Anybody ever been there? And I go to the coffee machine. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. I go to the coffee machine. It says out of order. So I, I go to the Coke machine and it's more than I got money. So I go to the candy machine, and I look, and there's chocolate candy bar, and I don't know if that helps, but it's a good excuse to buy a Reese cup. So I put in the last four quarters I have, and I press the button, and the machine goes and stops. And my candy bar is just like hanging there, you know? Nobody around, I'm like... Finally, I shook it, and an alarm went off, and I go. I look around, there's a camera. I thought, why? It's like, it's, how, many, how many feel my pain right now? Oh, man. I turn, and it's quiet. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm walking back to my car, and 
I see some moms show up with their two little kids and they go running up and I see them go up to the candy machine and I thought I should tell them it's no, I don't care I don't care I hear the machine and I hear the kid go oh, look mom and I also got a Reese cup okay God you don't love me if you, if you think he's a vending machine, you'll often be disappointed. Listen to me. If you feed a man a fish, you satisfy him temporarily. If you teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. So you go to God and you ask him for something, and his answer often is, you need more Holy Spirit. Do you get that? God, I, I really need that man. No, you need more Holy Spirit. I really need that woman. No, you don't. You need more Holy Spirit. No, I need, I do. I need him. I need, no, you need, you need more Holy Spirit right now. I need that car. No, you, you need more Holy Spirit. I need that better job. No, no. Why would I give you a better job? You didn't take me to the last one. Come on, people. You don't need a better job. You need the Holy Spirit. Well, how's that fix it? If I need a man, a woman, I need a job, I need a candy bar. How does that help? Because the footsteps of somebody in right relationship with God are ordered by him. You see, you might be in the mess you're in because he didn't order your footsteps to get there. And rather than put you on a path, just so that you can wander off again with the next step. He wants to fix it eternally. He wants to get the Holy Spirit inside of you so that you're in the right place and you got the right woman and you got the right man and you got the right job because His Holy Spirit led you there. So how much more will your Heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit? Come on. So when you pray, he says, don't, don't make this so hard. He's a father. He's a friend. He's a dad that will do better for you than you do your own children. Would you stand to your feet this morning? That's Bishop Michael Rice, lead pastor of Encounter. More messages from Pastor Rice are available at our website, godenc.com. You can subscribe to our regular podcast through our website or on iTunes. Find us on Facebook under Encounter.